everybody you might be wondering is this real are my eyes deceiving me well this is very real welcome to dose of wanani me the podcast my name is wanani and i am the host your favorite internet friend wanani who somehow went mia on you but is back and still claims to be your favorite internet friend hi guys <laughs> If it's your first time listening to this podcast, you are so welcome. And I hope you stay. I hope you like what you find here and join us again um, going forward. <laughs> I still have not figured out the intro. I've been gone for about three weeks and I still have not figured out an intro during this break. Very sudden break that happened. But you know what? I am back, guys. I am here. And I hope you all are doing good. I'm doing good and I know I should explain where I've been but quite frankly I don't have any explanation that will help you like feel sad or really feel for me and not being able to post. I do feel bad that I had not been posting. Um I do really feel genuinely genuinely feel bad about it but I'm trying not to beat myself too much about it honestly. But I I think my 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 schedule has changed dramatically and I'm just always so tired now um the times I would record I just want to sleep so I'm I'm trying to work around that guys and I'm recording now I um somehow got off work early today so I came home took a nap and I am here ready to go but this is not something that's going to be happening every week so i'm 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 looking at changing the time that i record just so i can have the episodes out as planned so i'm going to let you know how that goes in next week's episode cuz i'm trying to move to recording in the mornings now not not during the week of course not during the week but like weekends so anyway guys i'm really sorry but i am back um Jean Pierre the host of one of my favorite podcasts at the moment painfully has an episode on the c word being consistency and i loved it honestly maybe we can blame Jean Pierre for me not coming back as quickly as i could have <laughs> i don't know maybe we could all blame him but yeah do listen to that episode if you beat yourself up about things like this yeah okay guys let's get into this week's episode Um I'm so many things but I am not about to be a liar for you guys. So, we are going to do the Q&A from the last um couple of episodes. I've had the questions since then and I'm going to answer them and I'm just really really sorry that you know it took this long to be here but we are here still. Okay. So, I have a few questions with me that I'm going to be answering that I received on Instagram. If you are not following me on Instagram, you are missing out on potentially being a part of this show. So, yeah, I got this from Instagram and um I'm going to be answering them now. If you do not hear your question exactly as it has been read as it was asked, then maybe I paraphrased it or you will hear you hear me paraphrase. Yeah, but I'm answering as many as I can. I'm answering all of them actually. Let me not say it like that. I'm answering all the questions. But yeah, if a question has come repeatedly or is essentially the same as another question, I'm probably only answering it once. But yeah. So, let's get into it. The first question I have here is to do with managing your walk with Christ within 
the workspace? How have I managed my work with Christ within the workspace? Great question, honestly. I've I've been working my current job for a month and three days. <laughs> I've been working my current job for a month and three days. And I I don't know. I don't I have not I don't know. I have not done the best job because I find that now I'm kind of restricting what people can see about me and what they know about me, especially about my faith. And you know what? Very transparent moment. I think especially in the beginning, I was a bit of in a space of like, I don't want people to know how involved I am in my relationship with God, honestly speaking, because I think I had heard overheard a conversation where one person from the team that I joined with was like something happened someone from her church recognized her at work and whatever and someone was like oh you must really be active in church for someone to be able to like recognize you and very quickly she's like no not at all um i'm not even so involved in this in this whole thing that i've been going to church since i was young and i heard that i'm like ah <laughs> okay people are not really supposed to know like i mean of course maybe she is not involved and it, it, it could be true that she has gone there um since she was young but it just kind of left um an impression of me that people don't want to see that or it kind of took me back to like those days back in i don't know uni or high school where it's kind of uncool to be christian you know it kind of took me that because mostly because of the way they asked because of the way the people asked it's like okay if she says she is active then what you know but they asked it in a very like negative with a very negative connotation and it just kind of left an impression on me so to answer the question i have not done great at this i think this is when i'm i mean loving god let me just say god is really a huge part of who i am and what i do now i'm not saying i'm gonna be working around my office and just be like yo what's up let me tell you about jesus like no, it's not going to be like that, but it's definitely going to be there. And also, I should be able to minister through my actions, my thoughts, my my speech, my conduct, as First Timothy 4.12 says. But yeah, so to answer this question, I have not done great. I have not done great, and I am really, really praying for boldness from the Holy Spirit, even to be able to effectively do that and not try and um hide away parts of who i am because i know what comes with hiding away parts of who you are like months down the line you're never allowed to be that person because in the beginning when you're introducing yourself you kind of left that out so it's a bit weird to start like switching up in the middle of whatever relationships you're forming so yeah i'm I'm praying for boldness and for grace but we're gonna get better we are gonna do better yeah i'm just not gonna hide it yeah, and that looks like different things. Do I want people to know my Instagram? Because on my Instagram, I'm very vocal about my faith. You know, little, little things like that. Like, why am I keeping certain things private? Yeah, I hope that answers the question. <laughs> Number two, have you ever had to correct a friend or stand your ground with godly values? How did it go? Okay, I love this for many reasons. Just generally from the two questions of the question I'm about to answer and the one I just answered, they're very honest and they're making me extremely honest and just showing you that actually I do not have it all figured out and I am still learning, I am still growing. So this question, I think I'm almost currently in a in a situation like this 
yeah okay definitely i have in the past i definitely have in the past um especially like the stand your ground with godly values i definitely have done it in the past because i mean if someone asks me to do something that i think is not in line with what i believe in i just won't do it and half the time no one's gonna ask me why not even if they ask me why not there's probably a logical explanation as well to give and you know you get away with it but when it comes to like correcting friends there's always an element of wanting to keep the friendship and wanting to keep God. You know, there's there's that. And I think that's where I am. Not that the friendships could be lost if I try to correct um someone or try to correct my friend. Not that the friendship would be lost, but just that it would definitely change the... I, I want to say dynamic in the sense that I'm really bringing in like God into our friendship where there was no God before. Yeah, so change it in that sense. But that's something I'm currently in the middle of um having to tell a friend um you know certain things like ah, you know this nah this no this this does not align with what God wants for you. And it does not align with God's plan. So I will let you know how it goes once I do that. But yeah. But standing my ground with godly values, I think, has been a lot easier. And is a lot easier than telling a friend, correcting a friend. Yeah. So standing my ground with godly values has just been, okay, I'm not going to do this because I don't think I should. I don't believe I should. Or God wouldn't be so pleased. And maybe I won't tell the people in black and white but it's just I'm not gonna do it and I suppose that's a little there's a little problem there as well um it's kind of weird like I'm I'm not that I'm struggling to talk about this in real life or my relationship with God in real life but I'm telling the entire internet where my friends like listen to my content as well it's kind of weird what a weird um generation we are like I'm sharing this to the internet the entire world but I'm not gonna tell my workmates kind of strange huh but yeah i'll let you know how it goes with my friend whenever i have that conversation hopefully soon yeah the third one what does a godly relationship look like you know my mom made a comment about me being a becoming like a relationship guru i can't remember the word she used exactly she didn't say guru but she did say like you know one of those people like a relationship expert maybe that's what she said and she was cracking jokes about her and my dad coming to me for like um advice if there are any issues. So I don't know if I should answer this because then truly I will become a relationship expert. But because somebody asked, <laughs> because someone asked, I'm going to answer. So what does a godly relationship look like? A godly relationship looks like covering. It looks like it's not the two of you only in your relationship. It looks like public dating it looks like boundaries it looks like very strong boundaries it looks like public it's not a secret it's not just for the two of you yeah it looks like christ being the center it looks like prayer it looks like friendship yeah it looks like friendship and it does look happy and joyful genuine joy and genuine peace yeah it looks like so many things and all those things are good and because it also oh my favorite one is that it looks like community 
you're not doing it alone it's not just the two of you you have a community hang out with other people who are in relationships godly relationships as well and just build each other up that's what a godly relationship looks like it looks like the bible <laughs> it looks like the bible it looks like prayer it looks like holy spirit it looks like boundaries 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 yeah next question how do you communicate that you have changed to your friends i suppose this is an essence of uh, maybe you were not christian and now you're christian or you were kind of christian but now you're christian christian so how do you communicate that i think first and foremost it shows before you say anything people will notice a change within you the change within me was i was glowing ridiculously and i still am but i remember people were constantly oh my gosh you're glowing you're glowing you're glowing i'd post on my instagram so like you're glowing you're glowing like yes please the light of the lord is just shining out of me <laughs> you know like pure joy is just coming out of me and just rubbing everything i walk next to so yeah before you you say anything your actions will communicate because where there is change and change inspired by the lord it's kind of hard to keep that hidden it's it's hard to like you just want to tell everyone you just want to show everyone that you've met the lord and yeah it's so so before you say anything you will you will show it but of course around friends you can be very good at like masking stuff so so maybe you try and like um hide certain things or downplay certain things or if you have no interest in doing certain things because you don't feel convicted to do them anymore you feel like okay maybe i should still do it because of your friends so instances like that how do you communicate i think depending on what your friendship is like just just tell them just say you know it's gonna sound a little bit crazy but i don't think i should be doing abcd anymore or it's gonna sound ridiculous but i'm literally not the same person i was yesterday and just go on if they love you and they care about you they will be respectful of everything you've encountered everything you've experienced and they will support you but change like i spoke about two episodes ago sometimes when change comes it comes with loss and sometimes friendship some friendships are what you're going to lose especially for those who begin to feel like ah, we don't have anything we um like we're relating like i don't there's nothing i'm relating to like regarding him or her anymore so why are we still friends and that's fine because for some people the things that put us together for some of our friends the things that put us together are things that are not godly and once you move away from that there's really nothing keeping you guys together so it will like it will change will inspire loss in that direction especially when your friends become aware it could inspire that so just be ready be ready to lose that be ready to yeah to let go of that but i think the best way to communicate it is just to tell them tell them straight up but also don't be afraid to show it don't be af- don't don't try and dim down the light that the lord has just like the, the light is like beaming out of you don't try and dim it down yeah like me trying to look sad and miserable in some days but like i'm just happy and i'm just so joyful and i'm just so peaceful when people think i should be looking sad and so now i'm just trying to like 
fit into what people are saying and nah don't do that guys just don't do it next what is the best way to cut off friendships that no longer serve you amazing question um i think communication again communication i have not always been great at communication i am still not the best at communication but i have found that communicating openly goes a long way i have a friendship that was really um significant in my life at some point but things were just not working they were just not working anymore and i literally like in the like whilst we're having a discussion i was literally like you know what it's okay <laughs> like it's okay i am not helping you in any way i am not serving you in any way and you're not doing the same either there's no point in us trying to like keep things or make things work so i'd say being very honest but still using wisdom but being very honest about where you are and how you feel about your relationship with the person yeah and then communicate but do use wisdom every time you go you engage in such conversations always pray to the holy spirit for guidance and for how to go about it but yeah and the other way which i think is 99.9 percent effective is to literally go and pray and say lord take this person out of my life let me tell you one thing about god he will answer that prayer in 0.2 seconds they will be gone child they will be gone (laughs) so that's another way and honestly i did that as well i literally had to just pray some people out of my life like especially those where i did not think i had the courage to like end the friendship myself i just had to pray and i said you know what lord i think if you leave it up to me i will struggle to let go of this so i'm gonna need you to help me out and take it out for me and he did just that i kid you not in a few hours the entire friendship came crumbling down so yeah that's people like to say that's the prayer god likes to answer so yeah i'll say one communicate with the person and two tell god about it he will be very happy to take it out for you to cut off the friendship for you especially if it is not helping you also as a person yeah next question is what is my favorite verse what's your favorite verse well as we get to know each other you learn that i don't really have favorite anythings but what i do have currently is a verse that i really really like at the moment and it's it's from jeremiah 29 verse 12 i'm paraphrasing and it says and then one day you will come to me and you will pray and i will listen oh you guys like i've known jeremiah 29 11 maybe my entire life but i've never known jeremiah 29 verse 12 and how beautiful it is like you guys like you just have to go to god and pray and he will listen like one day you know he's just waiting for you to go to him and pray and he'll listen. like that verse i think i found it last week has just changed my life it has changed my life like the lord has was waiting for me for i don't know how many years to just go to him and pray and he listens i also love that we pray to a god who listens so yeah i really like that verse i think another verse i love is psalm 46 verse 5 she has god within her she will not fall um that's like half of the verse then what other one do i really like i think i also love habakkuk 2 verse 2 to 3 um the write the vision down in plain so that the vision runner may run with it 
am paraphrasing again. But yeah, I love that one as well. And what other verse do I like? I also love, um, I think there's a verse in Lamentations that says he will refresh tired bodies. Yeah, I like that one because I'm always tired and I'm always praying for refreshing and just renewing of strength. Yeah, I like that one. There's another one I'm trying to remember. Um, I feel like I need to go to it because I desperately want to remember it. So I'm going to find it and come back. So we're taking a five-second break right now. Before I continue, I'd like to give a very big shout-out to The Sound Lab for editing this episode. The Sound Lab does recording, mixing, and mastering for audios, songs, podcasts, teachings, lectures, and sermons. Be sure to contact them using the contact details in the description box and let them edit your work for you. Thank you so much to The Sound Lab. I found it. It says... Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, guys, I just love that verse. Mm. As someone who likes to panic, it return to your rest, my soul. And it's telling the soul, like the deep part inside you, return to your rest. Why? Because the Lord has been good to you. Even when you have not seen it, he has been good to you. So return to your rest. Love it. Let's go. Let's go to the next one before we start. Yeah. What do you think about being in a relationship with an unbeliever? Yeah. You see, this is why my mom is saying I am becoming a relationship. You know? Yeah. But as someone who has seen it before and has friends who have tried before, I would not recommend, actually. I would not recommend. And I'm sure in whatever the other person believes in, they do not recommend as well. <laughs> because, ish, I think there's a lot of being unequally yoked in situations like that. And I think what we believe in, our faith, if really you are, like, if really that you've, you've, you've really gotten into your faith and just allow what you believe in to sort of define who you are, it becomes difficult to be with someone else who doesn't believe in the same things because if for sure your faith is a big part of who you are, it means it affects your decisions, your thought patterns, your like all these little everyday things. And if someone doesn't believe in those things, their decisions will probably not, like the way they think, their thought process will probably not align with yours. And I just think it's unnecessary stress, if I'm going to be very honest. But I do have friends who are not Christian, and I love them, and that works out fine. I mean, it works out fine. We're not making life-changing decisions together, you know. Yeah. So as someone who's seen it and had friends who who were Christian and dated non-Christians, um, they did not end so well. Yeah. They don't end so well. But sometimes people do have hope of, no, one day he's going to convert or she's going to convert. But you know, you can't change anyone. You're not the ones who do the changing. That is the Lord. And trust me, there's absolutely no reason for you to be just waiting and thinking that the Lord will change them when they are with you. So yeah, if you're going to ask me what I think about it, I think don't do it. Yeah. Did you have to change your life 
before following Jesus. Okay, I think I understand where this one's coming from. But like I was telling one of my teens, my little babies, um, this last weekend, uh, that God, yeah, when he calls us or when he, even when he's searching for us, when he's looking for the one, you know, he finds the one in whatever condition that it's in, right? It might be stuck in a fence. It might be like it might have a thorn in its foot. He finds the lost sheep, the one sheep, as it is in whatever condition it, it's in. And even when you think of the story of the prodigal son, he went back home and he was smelling and his clothes were just, he was a mess and he went home like that, you know. So did I have to change my life before following Jesus? I, I think God changed my life. I didn't, if it was all me or if it was up, it was if, if it was all left to me, we probably would not be hearing such an episode on this podcast such an yeah we wouldn't be hearing this on this podcast if it were up to me but god did the changing and what you know why why is he there why is he our shepherd why is he the one who heals broken hearts if we are to go to him already healed and changed you know then what's the fun you know so no to answer the question, I did not. I did not. Of course, I hadn't made the decision to follow Jesus, as you asked. But I knew there was a lot of work to be done. But I also knew that I wasn't doing that work alone, that God was going to do it for me. So when he says, come as you are, he means come as you are. And you do the work together. You will do the work together. Yeah. The next question, I'm just looking at it in my head, and it seems like something I'm not very sure I can answer. Hmm. Okay, I'm not going to read it here, but I think when I post about this episode, um, I will hopefully put an answer in the caption. But let's go to the next one. <laughs> Sorry. What do you mean when you say your life changed? Okay, great, because I'm just thinking about change. My life changed in that um, I was, I think I'm, I've said this so many times already in this episode, but I had genuine peace, genuine joy. Um, I was just so happy. And I am so happy. And just so in love with Jesus. And in my pursuit of God, in my seeking of the kingdom, so many other things began to change physically um, around me. Um, yeah. I'd say my work life changed my friendships. The job I have currently... Mm, I don't know. It's kind of tricky if I was to explain really how I ended up there and all the things that happened in between prior to me actually getting the job. But things like that. I think God had a hand there because I sought his kingdom. And my friendships, my life changed in terms of my friendships. I love my friends now. Like, I still love my friends. <laughs> all my friends I've had before, I had before. I love them all. But, yeah. I have friends, I have people to do stuff with now, you know, and things I'm happy about doing. Yeah, my relationships changed with family. Like, life life was just looking up. I was no longer, I'm no longer getting um, panic, panic attacks or anything like that. 
you know because when the word says seek ye first the kingdom of god and all these things will be added to you the word does not lie so yeah take me up on that yeah and i think those who know me personally would be able to also answer this question better because i think some people started seeing the change before i saw it so yeah next question is another question it was a statement but i think i get the point maintaining faith in university so i think it's supposed to be how how do i um i'd say one make friends who also believe in god and who also want to maintain their friends uni in uni i don't know for some reason your friends have a lot of influence over you so if you could at least have godly friends as well from the entire like flock of friends you make if you have godly ones um that would be great and go to church honestly go to church um make sure you're studying in good time you have planned your stuff well so that you don't feel like you should be skipping church on a sunday or any other um christian gathering that will help you at least even if during the week you're being silly on one day you have a reminder of what <laughs> you know of what's really true in the world yeah so authentic godly friends go to church read the bible also for your for yourself get to know the lord have <clears throat> set aside like intentional time with the lord um very intentional private time with the lord even in the chaos that is university and always seek him involve god in your studies my favorite thing to do was to involve god in my studies mm. ask the lord to solve that math for you child ask him to solve that math <laughs> yeah that's one way to do it involve him if you involve him in your schoolwork in university 99% of what you're doing is schoolwork so unless mm, if that's not what you're doing then i don't know but most of what you're doing is schoolwork so involve god in your schoolwork that way you're constantly talking to him because he's constantly a part of what you're doing while you're in uni. Yeah. The last one is, are you allowed to be scared of change? Yeah. Yeah. I'm tempted to say no. But yes, I know I was scared. I was, I mean, we've all heard. I was scared of change. But the Bible says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, a spirit of power, and a sound mind. And so while... It's okay if you find yourself feeling afraid of change for a bit, but what you need to do is quickly jump out of it and realize that even if I do not know what is coming, remind yourself, even though I don't know what's coming or how things are going to change, I am trusting the Lord to get me through it. Give your fear to God. Give your fear to God. Yeah, because fear is not from, is not from the Lord. So submit that to him and trust that God will will get you through it. Yeah, you may um, get to the other side with shaggy hair and just mm, shocked about life, but we still trust that God's got us. So yeah, even when we, are, when we do feel like fear coming in, we always shut that down with the word of the Lord and with prayer. Yeah, I was afraid and I held back the change for months. So I had to, for the change to happen, I had to like get rid of that, you know, and just allow it to happen. So don't be like me. I mean, sometimes we learn from experiences, but sometimes we learn from other people's experiences. So if you're going to learn from my experience, learn to shut down the voices of fear when they begin to arise and make God's voice the loudest voice. Yeah, remember that he's not going to let you 
go through anything on your own so yeah um that's it for this episode those are the questions so guys this 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 is the episode um i just want to shout out the sound lab for editing my podcast episodes their contact details are going to be in the description of this episode thank you so much the sound lab for also being patient with me and my schedule but for also constantly reminding me that they they need a podcast episode to edit which means i need to record because we all need stuff to go out so yeah shout out to the sound lab if you need any editing done for podcasts lectures sermons they do a great job so feel free to hit them up using the number shown in the description box and also follow them on instagram as the sound lab yeah yeah that's it thank you so much for listening guys i hope i answered your question and i i hope more than anything that this is just a reminder especially for those who are following me after the last two episodes i hope this is a reminder of and just tells you how i'm not perfect at all in this work and i'm still learning i'm still growing um i don't think anyone ever really has it all figured out when it comes to their journey with christ so yeah i'm just glad i i get to do it with people i get to do it with you as well so yeah please do like this episode share it with your friends share it with your family with whoever feels would want to hear an answer to any of the questions below and if you sent me a question shout out to you you're the real mvp and i will be seeing you in my next episode it's been it's always a great time i kind of missed recording and i do wish i did this sooner but you know what it is what it is thank you so much for listening guys have a good rest of the week and yeah i love you guys bye